All right, Dave. Yeah. Turn your mouth and cough for me. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I mean, because uh, I, I, I think I captured that cough right off the top of the hour, so you know that's going to get what? a lot of listeners. Oh, yeah. Just the straight-up coughing. Uh, well, I'm going to try to keep my voice as best as possible. I think I'm, like, coming down with the summer cold. Oh, please. I didn't realize <laughs> there was a summer cold. All right. Well, actually, they're talking about influenza being unstoppable now because so many people get the stupid fucking flu shots. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers podcast. Dude, I've never gotten a flu shot. Yeah, neither have I. I don't, I don't do prescription medicine unless I'm actually dying or get admitted to a hospital because my body can't heal itself. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm, I'm not, I'm not keen on this stuff that they're they're pushing pretty hard. You know? Well, you're not like Wolverine, just self heal. <laughs> oh, dang! I'm just taking it to that level. Uh, no, I do not have. He might come any up later on. Skeleton. It might come up later on. Oh fuck you! <laughs> That's on my list somewhere too. You bitch. All right. Um, Dave was saying you won't believe what I just got done watching. So I guess like before I jump into the wild world of movies and television and let people know what the latest and greatest is. Go okay, Dave. What won't I believe you are watching? I just got finished watching Rad. Now, damn it, Dave. This show is about Saturday morning cartoon memories, and you got to take it to a rad level, right? right like, we're, we're not even two minutes in, and, and you bring up rad? Like, all right, rad's like this pinnacle BMX movie that's, like, legendary on the internet because everybody's talking about it. Nobody can get their hands on it. Everybody remembers seeing it when they're younger. And, you know, people are trading, <coughs> trading in, like, secondhand, you know, ripped-off burned copies you know from like bit torrents or something for like 10 years and right. we're going back to like early internet we're talking like old school internet people trying to get these these dvds how the fuck did you get rad david well glad you said it but um it's uh, actually uh how did this get made is going to do an episode on it but because it's wow. so obscure they've actually uploaded it to vimeo for people to watch they ripped it to Vimeo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, hey, if you've never watched Rad, now's the time to jump on it. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess that would be the... <sighs> yeah, I guess that would be the time to, to get your... Rad fix. With Rad. Yeah. So, everybody, I guess, you know, um, I'm probably too lazy to throw that into the podcast notes, but if I come across it in, when I'm editing this episode, like, maybe I'll do it there. But, of course... <laughs> My whole goal is just to whore out all of our binge watcher stuff and have nothing to do with other people's movies. <laughs> um, I make no promises. We'll see. Uh, there's still time, people, for you to use your gold belly code. So if you're up late with the munchies and you're trying to watch Rad on Vimeo and you need some snacks, you're going to have to fucking order them from the gourmet snack providers, goldbelly.com. Sounds like belly like a person's belly, but it only has one L. I'm not going to spell it out for you because I already have on a couple episodes. But at checkout, you use the binge watcher code and then you get like 25 bucks off or whatever. I mean, it sounds like a good deal. So why don't you order a pizza from Detroit and see if it's any good? There you go. I'm getting pretty good at these fucking commercials. I'll just do that now. I'll just like post on voiceover planet and be like, yeah, I'll read. I'll read an audio book about. I don't know. Um, puberty? I don't know. <laughs> like, sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Robots in puberty. There we go. Robots. So before, 
experience. So before we dive deep into Saturday morning cartoons, have, have you seen anything good lately? Anything of note? Uh, nope, not really. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, like, this is summer movie season. I've actually seen quite a few good ones in the theater. Oh, really? Well, at least of the bigger ones, I guess. Hmm. Actually, I did something, uh, me and my wife did something this last week that I've never done. Oh, uh, you just broke uh, a million hearts right now, David. Your listeners that... Your rabid fan base is growing. They want to. They want to get at that David, and now they know that they can't. I'm sorry. I'm locked yeah. down. Yeah. Um. No, we actually went and saw a movie. Got done, out of it. We're talking about it, and we actually went right back, bought a ticket, and saw it a second time in a row. I've what? never done when that. When does that happen? Well, I'll tell you, and it's not the movie you'd expect. I mean, it wasn't Incredibles two or, or something big like that. Um. Believe it or not, it was a fucking Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh, shit, I do hear things about that. And even the military is promoting that movie. Military.com, they have, like, a little link about that movie. I mean, supposedly he's, like, a Marine or something, but... and They kind of dispel that. That's been a rumor for years. Um, oh, yeah? Not that sure. wasn't actually true. <laughs> but So he never served in the armed forces? No. <laughs> They actually said they actually said somebody so how, said uh, he yeah I was actually become, kind of born rich. He was born. Oh my god! Or maybe maybe not rich. Maybe that's not fair to say. But like well you know, off. wealthier, better off. See, so it goes to show you, like every Hollywood story is like they have nothing better to do with their time, and they have no responsibilities or obligations or actual bills. Um, wow. Well, you know, that is. I mean, they never went through any great length i mean they never said he was like rolling in the dough but it, like yeah. it didn't sound like he was you know without wow. uh, but no man like we nostalgia fever and like you know it's been said it, you know like you need people like mr rogers now we live in such an angry time oh dude we just pulled out of like the un humane we like I, like even Kevin Costner has turned against the United States. <laughs> like he was on a, he was in an interview on the View, and he's like, "I don't recognize this country." <laughs> That's fucking because he's like eponymous, or I don't know, I'm not sure the word, but like fucking him and baseball are like he is Americana. Baseball. <laughs> he's like one of the guys that's walking around from old Hollywood. Like old, really semi-conservative Hollywood, who's like a man's man who like doesn't take you know shit from any. You know what I mean? Like right. he has a certain attitude, and like for him to come out and say, "I'm fucking sick of this country," basically, <laughs> like he doesn't recognize the United the America. Um, but I guess like the, the the next great decision that we've had is like, and this is not even a show about politics, but our whole lives are like kind of wrapped up in, up in, in this yeah. American nightmare right now. So, I guess we pulled out of the UN Humane. I don't know what is it, the Human Council or something like Human Rights Council. I'm not sure. I I'm, I'm, I'm like, so caught up on the like story one of the with the kids ones. right now. That seems like one of the important clubs you're supposed to be a part of. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, without even knowing the description, like if the title has anything to do with what they actually are supposed to be working on, I don't know. Strange times, and it's only getting stranger. I, <clears throat> I'm just waiting for us to wake up. <laughs> never, you know. never. But that's probably why they employ people like us to make fucking movies and TV. Like, got to keep people sleepy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> got to keep those magic tricks. Left hand says, show the right hand only. That's how it well, goes. I mean, you I, know. I, I'll tell you one propaganda movie I am ready to make. I heard Space Force the other day. I'm like, all right, sixth division of the military. Let's do this. Like, I, will, I will write four movies about joining Space Force, and I will tell you all about it. I'm there. Where do you sign up? I was telling my brother this. You know, he's got the hookup in the Air Force. There. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, I hear your, your guys' recruiting numbers are down. I guess you're gonna have to pay me for that propaganda film. You know. <laughs> I, okay. Where does where is he getting these? Like, did he watch the movie Starship Troopers and worry that like we're gonna be attacked by bugs? No, but you know what's funny? You know what's trending in our iTunes thing right now is our tiny episode that we recorded on the Rabbit app, where we're watching the first like ten minutes or five minutes of like the the Godzilla cartoon. Remember we were making jokes <laughs> about Trump going to space and shit like that. Like I was like, holy shit! Like. We predicted, we, we were like two little movie prophets, you know, like the way that Jane and Silent Bob used to talk about themselves. You and I, 
like, <laughs> prophesized this shit, and now it's called, it has an official title now, Space Force. But I'm like, it's, it's incredible. So I can imagine, like, they're going to recruit, like, the next generation, like, right out of high school, and you take, like, an aptitude test, and then you're running, like, a toll booth on the moon, and, like, and they go, like, okay, every six years a rocket's coming by. Make sure you tax the rocket when it comes by. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, how advanced is this gonna get? Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting for all the parody videos. I mean, I'm sure there already are uh, that they, I haven't they, seen. They're, they're going nuts with memes. I know they're memeing the crap out of it. They're making a lot of Star Wars references. Uh, I saw a Spaceballs reference. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it has a great name, and like, it's so ridiculous. I heard like they can't get people to work at the White House. You know, who knows? You can't tell real news from clickbait anymore. You really can't. No. Because, I mean, like, you used to be able to look up different sources. Like, okay, like, one channel reports this. So you go look at three other channels and go, okay, it's 50% true. It's 60% true. It's only 30% true. I can make my own decision. I disagree with it. Or, yes, okay, I believe this to be true. Now it's like all five stations are saying the same thing. And so you have to make this, like, universal decision I believe what I'm being spoon-fed, or it's totally untrue. But we're all kind of in these little tiny, like, like you said, everybody's kind of asleep. I feel like we're all in, like, these little pocket universes. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all just distracted by the grind, like, the everyday stuff. Like, just trying to get through an entire day is, like, an accomplishment these days. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Right. Yes. (laughs) Like... Man. Uh, okay. <laughs> so let's uh, talk about so, simpler times. Let's move on to nostalgia and, and, and times when our, only our parents and older generations <clears throat> had to worry about this, uh, this kind of bullshit. Uh, you know, once upon a time, you know, uh, Davey and Johnny here. You know, all they all we had to worry about is which channel we were watching and if we were awake, if we got up in time. You know what I mean? Because what if you woke up late? You ever have those days? You wake up late on a Saturday, you miss at least three of your fucking episodes. You're counting oh, on, you know. And then, and then, you know, if they're if they're chronological, if this the series is episodic, then you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen for the next week. You know what I'm saying? And right. they didn't used to do recaps, and there was no DVR, so that's it. You know. Um, my, my list is kind of strange. I got like 23-something cartoons on Dude, here. I, I, I lost count. I, <laughs> I just I just went into a fever dream of like when I, I was going through lists. Yeah. And then I remembered, oh, there's that one and there's that I one. I have a, an emerging pattern here. I like anthropomorphic animals. Uh, check. I have a lot of 60s stuff on here, specifically from Hanna-Barbera. And I, it seemed to go in 30-year increments. I got 60s. Then I got 80s, and I do have some 90s, but it's kind of... Okay, so you took it way different approach. There's at least one, two, three, four cat shows, three of which have the word cat in the title. Wait, really? Yeah. Because I I have two on mine, and neither one of them have cat in the title. Oh, shit. All right. So I guess we'll do our one-for-one strategy here. I'll let you start this week. I'll be generous, because I know my first pick is pretty fucking awesome. So let's okay. see what you got. So, so I'm doing this in no particular order because – now, I did a little different than you. I kind of stuck to the age range of what was on Saturday mornings as a kid for me. I mean I'm sure you're going to talk about Flintstones, and I fucking love the Flintstones, but I kind of kept it to like mid-80s to late-90s when I was actually watching during my era. Um, yeah, but you would have seen these cartoons anyway. They would have been reruns. Or yeah, I, I know, but I guess I was sticking strictly to like – what was on actual Saturday mornings as I was growing up. Okay. Um, like I said, I fucking love the Flintstones and the Jetsons, but, um, yeah, I don't have them on here. Okay. So, um, I, I don't know how many I have on here and I, it's, this is in no particular order. Um, fucking Denver, the last dinosaur. Ooh, that almost made my list. And I love that cartoon so much. I mean, it's a it's a badass dinosaur that can skateboard. <laughs> yeah, don't they dig him and up I, at a construction site and he just hangs out with a group of teenagers? Is that basically how it breaks down? Pretty much, yeah. and it's one of those cartoons too that like the the voice of the cartoon is a nondescript like. Blah, 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 blah. 
Like, oh yeah, he he kind of reminds me of Dino from a little bit, yeah, from Flintstones. Um, what's funny about the Denver? Like, you reminded me of another cartoon, which is called like Dino Force or something. Do you remember okay. that? I do not. Anyway, somebody will figure out if that's actually the name or not. That's another cartoon. It's more. It's almost like Thundercats esque. But these dinosaurs come down like in spaceships, kind of thing, and they have like armor and they fight each other. That's like, that's obviously <coughs> Denver. The last dinosaur is a combo, so right, different things. You also notice a pattern here. Je- Dave generally doesn't like action cartoons. No, I, I mean they like those sweeping or, dramas. You know, there'll be one or two that pops up. Okay, but um, uh, no, I and besides that, like because I know that's your sweet spot, I wasn't gonna like. You know, take oh, up this spots. Range, anyway. I mean, because like, where's two kids sitting there on Saturday clicking through our TV? You know, you know, it's sad though. I will say this: in looking over my list right now, I'm realizing kind of the lack of originality in the sense that there's a lot of fucking things that are like homages to past cartoons, but repackaged mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, <laughs> that that's will be an emerging pattern too. Yeah, absolutely. Because even one of mine. Kind of is derivative of like another show. Yeah, yeah. Or a movie, yeah. Um. Anyway, so if you had to pitch Denver to like new kids to get them interested, would is there a way you could be like, this is why I watch it? Um. I don't know. Kids get to hang out with dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are big right now with Jurassic World coming <laughs> up. Like, why not be a teenager hanging out with uh, a dinosaur and sipping a Slurpee? I mean, come on. That's where the show is a little bit difficult because it's binge watching. So we have to run these ginormous lists of a bunch of movies. But obviously, they can tell we like certain things, but we can only drag up certain elements. Right. right. Like, sometimes we go deep on a couple, like if there's like a trilogy or right. a certain actor, but. For the most part, it's like you got to massively consume all these shows at one time. But that's what I recommend doing. I think somebody should pull like an episode from like five of our cartoons and just go bang, 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 bang. You know, right? And then see see what see what they feel like when they're done. <laughs> uh, okay, so is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Count Duckula. Oh, We're talking. Fuck. <laughs> what I, that one came on my mind or came to my mind because they used to play it on um nickelodeon a yeah lot. yeah well that's the thing like there's this little company in new in england that like did danger Was it thames entertainment and then, no it's like Cornwall theater or something um or cog theater something i i was gonna write down their name but i didn't think i was gonna get to that point so anyway um Count Dracula comes out in 88 runs till like uh 93 didn't think it ran that far. But basically, um, Count Ducula is like a vampire that has the power to be reincarnated even after he gets killed. Kind of unique because most vampires can't do that. And each incarnation doesn't remember the last. And then he has his little castle can teleport. And obviously you have his, his, his you know, nemesis is Dr. Von Goosewing, which is obviously, this is a play obviously on Dracula and Van Helsing, right? Right. But you were right spot on. Like, it was a Nicktoon before there were Nicktoons. Like, Nickelodeon had a president at the time that, like, had run across Danger Mouse and wanted them to develop a similar cartoon. And this is what they came up with. But it's a little derivative of a BBC show called Doctor Who. I mean, Doctor Who has a telephone box that is like an interdimensional spaceship. And for lack of a better device, that spaceship in the old episodes reminds me of a teleporting device as well. And not remembering the incarnations like the doctors, until they encounter each other and try to convince each other that they exist, each doctor can't really remember the previous one after they die, you know? Mm. So, and I only realized this in going back and looking at Count Ducula, because obviously... I was aware of both those shows as a kid, but I didn't draw the correlations of any similarities, you know? You know, it's funny you say that. Is that seems like that was one of the um, the first cartoons that wasn't like a Looney Tunes where I'm like, they're different shows, but they seem similar. Like in that, because the animation style was so different from American animation. Yeah. Like it was, the, the it was slightly cheap. Like yeah. I'm not going to, like it wasn't quite as polished as say like a, a Disney cartoon. 
and the aspect ratio is also different, and they're running through a whole different system of, of processing, right? So, mm-hmm. of film to video with a different aspect ratio. So, that probably adds to the quality or whatever um, in the transfer. But he's also addicted to ketchup. Like, he's, like, essentially a vegan slash vegetarian or something. Like, he's not even, like, bound to blood anymore in, like, his his current, you know, reincarnation or what have you. But... I don't know. The cartoon's like zany and exciting, and like you said, it almost it kind of has a Looney Tunes vibe to it, but is unique enough that it's, it could stand alone. And I would recommend people going back. I just was looking up that they did eventually get the entire thing on a box set. They usually had like piecemeal. They had like a couple seasons out, <clears throat> one or two, or like a best of you know compilation. I'm sure somebody has it. I'm sure like a Hulu or somebody has like the catalog. I, you know, I think I think Netflix did for a while. I know they definitely had Danger Mouse. Oh uh, well, that's because they rebooted Danger Mouse. They like made a season or two of like a new one, but it sucks. Oh really? Yeah, that's why I've noticed that Netflix will get like season one of an older show if they're about to launch like a new version. Right. They let you get a little taste of of what the original was, which is that's kind of cool, but not if they ruin it when they remake it. But. Well, that's um, like, I guess they're probably going to do that with um, their Dark Crystal. Uh, oh, yeah. Reboot. See, I've been waiting for that thing forever. I totally forgot about that. But now, you know, Jim Henson Company is fighting with the Muppet Company or whatever divisions they are. There's like this whole fallout from that Happy Murders movie or whatever. So we'll see. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like Although Sesame I will Street say wants that to sue them, fun. and I'm like, didn't Jim Henson's company like build Sesame Street? <laughs> it was already ruled in the court that they did nothing wrong, huh. uh, or that like they weren't gonna. It was different enough that it didn't infringe on copyright. Yeah, probably parody law rules out or something. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go so. Ahead. I think I'm, what I'm going to do to save us time, because if we talked about each individual cartoon, this will be like a mini-series. Uh, so uh, I'm going to sum this this next group up as the Disney Afternoon. Hmm. Uh, for, for 90s kids, this was like after school, you had a block of two hours that had these cartoons in rotation. So you got fucking Darkwing Duck, Chippendale Rescue Ranger, Rangers, Tailspin, DuckTales, Goof Troop, all the Disney uh, afternoon cartoons like that. Darkwing like, Duck. hell, DuckTales is even back again. Yeah, it is. And I'm talking about Darkwing Duck is next. I, I, I'm I've surprised only seen you didn't mention Gummy Bears with Cubby, Sunny, Gruffy, um, Zoomy, Tummy. Oh, you know, he's down, the, he's down the list. They're down the list here. Um, oh, that's Because I, mean, I thought about it. Because this is in kind of no particular order. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Um. I'll tell you, my, my favorites out of these guys were, like, Goof Troop and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Like, I, I love all of these, but those are, like, my yeah, two favorites. Yeah, Chippendale Rescue like, Rangers is kind of unique because they took Chippendale, who were, like, these, like, comic relief characters, supporting characters in other cartoons, but never the main characters, and they decided to run a private detective agency. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> with, with their Australian best friend yeah. and uh, his niece. Um, uh, yeah, I've... Um, you know, uh, let's just keep it was, tight. Let's try to do one or two minutes on each cartoon, and I think we might be able to get through our list. I don't know. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's a Disney afternoon. I will, I will say this real quickly. This was the first time, like within, this was Marvel Cinematic Universe before the Marvel Cinematic Universe because you had Launchpad and the Quack mm. from Ducktales, and oh, he was you're also about, like Dark a Disney Duck. cartoon shared universe, right? Right. <laughs> Interesting. And then the tailspin is basically a bunch of uh, characters from Jungle Book uh, that's basically retelling Casablanca. <laughs> so. Yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Flintstones was the second on my list. Well, that's because, uh, yeah, if you're doing all-time cartoons, I agree with you. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, but I did watch them on Saturday morning as a kid, like I said. Somehow it got to you. For, they ran from 1960 to 1966. The working title was The Flagstones. They're described as the modern Stone Age family, but at one point they wanted to call them the Bedrock Hillbillies. They hmm. weren't. They didn't come up with the the skeleton of the show, so to speak, until they decided they wanted to parody the Honeymooners. And when it came out, they said it was a pen and ink disaster. 
Now, it is a pop culture staple. Seth MacFarlane had said that he wanted to remake the Flintstones either as a movie or another TV show. It has Kazoo, which is like a Martian from the future or something. And what's interesting about him coming from the future is, does that mean all the rest of humanity sucks and he'd rather hang out with where humans begin? You know what I mean? But what's funny about the reason they call it modern Stone Age is it's supposed to be like suburbia and modern day 20th century problems encapsulated in like our prehistory. Right. And the, mm. the, the gags were always like appliances were animals or had like some component where they were animals. Obviously. And it's a Flintstone. living. Yeah. I don't even know if Flintstones could even fly today. They tried a few years ago. So yeah, but I'm just saying because people are so sensitive about animals now. Well, and their little animal souls. I mean, so, come so, on! <laughs> like, if it's animated and it's clearly cartoony, people give that, cartoons a hard time now these days too. You know. I don't know, man. I anyway, think that if we get to a stone and Wilma and Barney, and then they had um, they had another cartoon for the kids, Bam Bam and. Um, yeah, it was like Pebbles and Pebbles, Bam Bam. Pebbles and Bam Bam, yeah. And then they had Flintstones Kids. Like, that was actually in the 80s, I think. Oh, uh, I forgot about that yeah. one for a second. I used to have that on VHS. Holy crap. So, I mean, if you're under the age of 14, you've never seen Flintstones, send us an email. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. <laughs> Watch the Flintstones. Find it somewhere. Boomerang probably has it. Um, I think so. Okay. Go ahead, Dave. All right, let's see. How can I sum up? An, uh, I can make a next chunk. All right, <clears throat> I'm going to dub this the, I don't know, Steven Spielberg decides he wants to make cartoons era. Um, this is when you have things like Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Tasmania. Um, an underrated one, I think, is Freakazoid. Um, like, this was during an era where, like, Warner Brothers and Steven Spielberg teamed up and basically just created a bunch of different cartoons. Uh, probably Animaniacs, I'd say, is the most popular. Um, I think I think they're even bringing it back for Netflix, like, doing new episodes. I've, I've heard whispers of something like that. Um, I always wish they had made Freakazoid a live-action movie. <laughs> they're still... T- I mean, it's so cult now, though. Uh, yeah. or actually, I don't, I don't even know if it's cult. I just remember... It was very off the wall humor for the time for like a kid, like it's like what an you know like think of Monty Python but aimed at kids, right? Kind of shit. Um, but Freakazoid could survive in a world with Deadpool, you know. That's actually kind of true. He is a very lighthearted Deadpool, and his costume was even red. I thought you would have mentioned Wacky Races. That that one was never. I was never into that one. I'm not right, a we'll big. We'll just skip it. <laughs> Snide, I'm not a big Snide, Snidely and Whiplash uh, fan. Okay, there you go. But I will not skip another Hanna-Barbera cartoon called Johnny Quest. It has Haji, Bandit, Race Bannon, and Johnny himself. This was an action-adventure cartoon with a kid whose dad was a scientist and his, I don't know, adopted uncle is like a bodyguard. And then there's also a love interest, but I forget. I think her name is Jade. And Haji is his adopted brother. Later on, they kind of describe... I don't remember the original if he was an adopted brother or, like, a servant. And I feel bad because Haji is definitely a stereotype. And the same kind of stereotype that's getting the Simpsons in trouble right now for Apu is kind of like what Haji was, right? Right. He's just like a Indian shaman, but a child. So... Uh, like he's basically the kids from Temple of Doom. Yeah, but, but you could all distilled the into one. Where like you're like, is he like? He's like an indentured servant. Seems like in the original Johnny Quest. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. They change it to like foster brother later on. I think when Johnny Quest is like fighting aliens in like a, re- <laughs> a reboot from the early. Why is that funny? <laughs> like, because you know what? I was never a regular watcher of this show, so like I remember like straightforward adventure. Now I'm hearing aliens. <laughs> yeah, well, Haji has magic. <laughs> And yeah, but the virtual Johnny Quest, if you go back and reevaluate it, it's it's really heavy sci-fi. They fight robots. They, you know, discuss whether androids have feelings like they do some crazy shit, you know, like, I don't know. Um, But and obviously it has a a like like um, Venture Brothers definitely comes from the fact that Johnny Quest exists, you know. Right. Like that's that's the origin story of Venture Brothers. So if people wonder why yeah, that's so much. funny, 
go back and watch Johnny Quest, you know how the guy that created well, I don't know who I don't even know who made Adventure Brothers, but you you you'll figure out I said adventures, just Venture Brothers, but you'll see that. Right. Um, maybe we don't interrupt each other. Maybe we bang out like you're doing a handful. Maybe I should bang out a handful. Um, <laughs> uh, I like the new adventures of He-Man. That's where He-Man and Skeletor get shot through the future to an alien planet, and they get to deal with some new adventures. But I don't. what I like more is She-Ra, which Netflix is going to remake. And Shira had better stories and a better villain. Like Hordak kidnapped her when she was a kid. She's like He Man's sister, but um, she had these better stories. But it's also Shira's also like a, a lesbian, gay, and alternative icon. Just how it is. And really? there's a lot of Instagram accounts that talk about uh, you know He Man's alternative lifestyle and Shira's potential alternative lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? It's become like a whole fan thing. You know, like uh, just the way it is. Was she like Xena before Xena? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, but in a cartoon form. I was watching the other day. It's called like the – they just put – like we were talking about how Netflix will throw up a – like they're remaking She-Ra. So they actually have right now – they just put it up a couple of days ago, the first season of She-Ra. So I was playing an episode called The Unicorn King, and Hordak's talking to his minion, and he's like, so what's your plan to steal all these unicorns? And he's like, what? You don't think I have a plan? And I was like, oh, shit. I don't I remember this repartee, you know? Like, it's pretty funny. Anyway, so, yeah, go watch Shira, everybody. She has, uh, you know, a second sort of power, and I don't know. She has a horse that turns into a unicorn, just like He-Man had, a, you know, a cowardly tiger that turns into a war cat, war beast, or whatever. Um, there you go. Um, remember, uh, Hogan and the Rockin' Wrestlers from 85, 86? Vaguely. Okay, well, I guess we'll move on to that. That's our whole question <laughs> and the other wrestlers' voice cartoons, and we just keep moving on. Spider-Man uh, and the yeah. Amazing Friends comes out in 81. Did you ever see that, where Spider-Man, Firestar, and Iceman are trying to solve problems? I think so. Yeah, that one's pretty cool, and it's kind of psychedelic, so check that out. Um, there was a Spider-Man from the 60s, and that show was really tripped out, but... I watched the one hell the out of this one where Iceman's like his friend and they do like a bunch of crazy shit. Um, and then obviously everybody knows like the award-winning Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s. And that show went over like every major Spider-Man conflict from like the beginning of Spider-Man's history to what was going on in the 90s. So they did a great job. Um, the only thing I can compare it to like is there's a lot of – there's five other Spider-Mans that have come out. Or whatever as cartoons, mm-hmm. but they suck. Except for like Spectacular Spider-Man in 2008 could like hold its its own against the Spider-Man from the 1990s. But anyway, if you want to watch like really complicated stories in like a 20 minute cartoon, go back and watch like the 1990s Spider-Man. They have like like I said, every major run, you know, of Spider-Man's comic book arc up until that point. You know, and this is like pre-Marvel movies, right? So you're right. getting these major storylines, and it's the only way to get them is in these cartoons. That's all Marvel had. They had a series of cartoons and a couple of bad TV shows. You know what I mean? So this is the only way to consume pop, like, pop culture slash comic book hero story arcs was contained within cartoons. Um, the most famous uh, animated show is probably Batman Animated. It won like Emmys or something like that, and everybody knows about it. You know, And I think you can get it on Amazon, but... I mean, I'm sure yeah. you, even you saw Batman animated, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's pr- probably the most famous cartoon animated superhero show. Um, okay, that so that got through, like, ten, or I don't know how many of mine, seven? Seven, like, a, a lot seem to be crossed out now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, all right, let's see. I'm going to sum up this next group. They're basically copycats of each other. Uh, so this next group, so I've got four in each one, uh, two of them are copy middle. You'll see. So Heathcliff Ooh, and then ominous. Garfield and friends, um, Heathcliff and Garfield and friends are almost the same cartoon. Not, I mean, I, not, well, I actually prefer Heathcliff. Heathcliff was more of a smart ass. I will say that. Yeah. And he was more of a badass. It's a darker cartoon too. The dude lives in a junkyard, man. Right. You know, yeah, because wasn't it like Heathcliff and the Alley Cats? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, so I I know Heathcliff was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it still is, and I think Garfield is on Hulu, but I don't know about that either. 
the next set of copycats is um, the Smurfs and the Snorks. <laughs> wow. They're basically the same cartoon, except Smurfs were little blue guys that ran around a village and ran away from Gargamel, and the Snorks were these, like, I don't know, sea monkey-type creature or seahorse-type creatures that lived in the sea. And I don't remember what its enemy was, but it was basically the Smurfs, but in the sea. <laughs> Got a catchy theme song. I don't know if the Snorks had any enemies. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about that now. I'm just like, didn't they have, like, conflicts of, like, who's dating who and that kind of shit? <laughs> uh, man. Um, maybe I should group all my cat shows together and just talk about my cat shows like you just did. I finally figured out what your other cat show was with the name Cat in it. Oh, But you'll tell us. I'm thinking it starts with the E. Oh, per- e- per- e- Eek the Cat? Yeah. Oh no, he's not on this list because I know really? we talked. I know we talked about him before. I know we talked about the Fox animated cartoon block. I, I know we did, um, but no, I'll do. I'll run all my cats. Obviously, um, the heck happened. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Are you there, Dave? I'm here. That was weird. I thought. Anyway. Never mind. Move, okay, so my cat-related cartoons. Obviously, Dave knows I'm a huge fan of Thundercats. I have some of the box sets. Again, it's another episodic action cartoon, but they had like this weird thing where they wanted to have an episode like every day after school or something. So a lot of stories are, in, are like don't make any sense, and then they have these major story arcs that take place because they would have like the main episodes show up on Saturday. So you would watch five episodes, then have a major story arc, and then five more episodes, then it would continue with the major story arc. So basically, if you watch part one of The Trials of lion you'd watch four other episodes that have nothing to do with each other. And then the next one, the next week, would be the second part of that. Do you know what I'm saying? So you'd right. be like, wait a minute. Like, it's supposed to be episodic, but it'd be confusing as hell. But it's a good show, and they do funny things. Like, there was, like, this thing with TV where, like, they had to try to cram in, like, lessons for children because they were action cartoons. So they had to give you, like, some kind of, like, rewarding message. Like, I think that was part of, like, the deal to get your cartoon on the air or something. So I remember, like, the episode of the Thundercats that's really funny is where the tiger guy, whose name is Tigra, like, gets addicted to a crystal. Like, he won't put this crystal down, and it's kind of like their <sighs> keep kids off drugs episode. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. makes him feel good, solves his problems, and then, like... Then the other ones are like, no, it's ruining you. Look at the way you look and the way you really feel. Put it down, you know. <laughs> anyway, and it goes on for the whole episode. But um, uh, obviously they've tried to remake that. Cartoon Network did another action cartoon. And all of a sudden, um, millennials self-destructing and making fun of the cartoons they love. Like a Thundercats fan got some kind of animation deal. And now they're making this really weird Thundercats cartoon, which... I think you sent me a message about it, and it's, like, heartbreaking. It's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. You know, hopefully it's really funny, and people will go over the fact how, of how stupid the concept is. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Thundercats Roar, which is coming out soon. Um, I have SWAT Cats on here, which came out in 93 and only ran until, like, 95, which is about oh, two police cats. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, but you're making me think of uh, another cartoon from that block, so I'll keep that in the wraps. Right. Um, and then the other cat cartoon I had on here, I mean, Dave already said Heathcliff, so that's I don't have to talk about it. Um, Samurai Pizza Cats, which had Speedy Cerviche, Polyester, and Guido Anchovy taking on the Big Cheese, who was a rat that was trying to take over the city, and this, the Pizza Cats... They delivered pizza during the day, but then they would also transform into these like ninja robotic ninja suits and go like fight crime. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's a Japanese import. I was gonna say that one went over my head. <laughs> um, keeping in the tune with science fiction, I can jump from the cats into Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> that was a real cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it was. It came out in '93. It had Throttle, Moto, and Vinny. They were from Mars. The funny thing is, the show was created by Rick Unger, who's like an analyst at Forbes. He's not a guy that you would think would be writing or making up cartoons. Here's the crazy thing, though. They made a 2006 revival of this, and it never aired in the United States. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, they re- they remade my Biker Mice from Mars, and I didn't even know? 
It's tragedy. I gotta look that up. I gotta see what that virgin is. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow, I've almost burned through most of my list by just being uh, selfish with the microphone. You can take over now, Dave. I still got a bit here. Um, let's see. We'll call this next block. Uh, your parents liked it, so you'll like it too. Which is basically a bunch of cartoons that were repackaged or re redone. Um, <laughs> like we've, this includes stuff like Tom and Jerry Kids. Uh, um, yeah. Muppet Babies, a pup named Scooby Doo. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, technically. Like these were all cartoon characters from other eras, but uh, you know they decided to. We wanted it too. <laughs> we... Um, moving on to the bears. I got Care Bears and Gummy Bears, which you kind of mentioned Gummy Bears already. Um, I didn't know that Michael Eisner's kid, this is supposedly the origin story of Gummy Bears, that Michael Eisner got the idea because his kid asked for him to buy Gummy Bears, and then he just sat there and thought, like, oh, what if there were a family of Gummy Bears and blah, blah. <coughs> like, I don't buy that shit. I, I think, like, I think, like, writer's room, somebody else came up with it, but Eisner's like, nah, it's mine. You know? Um, it's a fantasy cartoon, everybody. So they like fight like fantasy creatures and have these adventures. I think the theme song is what sells the cartoon. It has a pretty famous theme song, and I think that's what gets everybody into the show and involved in the cartoon. So, dude, I was singing that song like a few years ago. Like, it just pops <laughs> in your head. Care Bears. I don't know why I love this cartoon so much. Each bear has a different um, emotion or personality, which is also like their superpower. They meet some other animals that also have emotions, and I forget what they're called, like the something friends or whatever, but they also fight a kid named Darkheart who, like, loses his emotions, and that's, like, in the movie, but Care Bears has been around for a while. Toys are cool. Um, I like Rainbow Bright, but nobody really took on to that. That only lasted for one season, and then they made a movie about this girl. I didn't know Hallmark came up with Rainbow Bright. You know, and that was before Hallmark Channel. So it's like, okay, so they endorsed this cartoon. Why to sell like get like greeting cards with Wayne Bright's artwork on it? Or I, I don't know. I don't get it. But somehow we ended up with a, car- a cartoon character that's pretty badass. I got a I got a bunch of Rainbow Bright's toys and stuff. My grandma got me when I was a kid. Yeah. And then Dave, you were talking about X Men. Do you have more to say about that? Or are you moving on to something else? Uh, I mean, we can talk. I mean, that you can almost do a whole episode onto that. On that show what, itself. What, on X-Men Animated? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, I mean, you know, I personally preferred it over Batman, the animated series. Not that I, not that that was a bad show, but, like, I, I liked X-Men a lot more. Um, and when are we going to get a fucking Gambit movie, for fuck's sake? Never. Like, um, I just want Gambit, dude. <laughs> really? Hmm. Like, if he's, I love but if, if he's like the Gambit in the cartoon, then I can agree with you. But if he's like, I don't really like comic book Gambit, which is where he came from. But I mean, he's very in the he's like so similar to Wolverine. It's ridiculous. Like, um, and his powers, I think, are kind of basic. The love triangle with Rogue and a couple of the other characters in the cartoon made him worthwhile. Like his attitude, but he could never power up enough. But but you know what? That was the first time, like as a kid that you watch a, a series aimed for you where you got caught up in like the love triangles and shit. Like, yeah, that you, makes sense. I wasn't was getting well that written. shit on Chom like, and Jay's kids and or goof troop. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Like it had every major X-Men storyline up until that time, just similar, like the Spider-Man thing. Like they went back to the beginning of X-Men and then they went all the way to the dark Phoenix saga, which is a huge major arc in the comic books. They had the apocalypse saga. They had Mr. Sinister and Savage Island. Like, they threw a lot of stuff into this X-Men cartoon. Like, a lot right. of, like, like 60 comic books, at least, of stories, you know? Like, thrown into this this comic cartoon. But it was hand-drawn, and so the artwork of the X-Men cartoon looked like the comic books. Well, yeah. And it was, I think, you know, I, I, I can't, I'm sure there was other cartoons, maybe Thundercats and, and, Transformers, but I didn't really watch those. But it felt like it was the first cartoon for me that, like, you actually had to watch in order. Like, you couldn't watch it randomly and know what. I mean, if you watched it enough, I'm sure. But um, if you missed the last episode, you may not know what the fuck's going on on the next episode. Yeah. It's, uh, you brought up Transformers, and so people are like, you know, John, you're a huge Transformers fan, and you don't have Transformers on your list. And this is why. The only thing I remember from 
when I was a kid is the Transformers movie, right? And the new Transformers, the movie introduced. And I actually like the movie more than I like the original cartoon. So that hopefully will answer that question. Um, All right. I have an obscure cartoon on here, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. I don't know if you ever saw that. That has that's pretty obscure because I've never heard. I mean, I might have heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, um, something happens to King Arthur and his knights, and so Merlin grabs people out of a football game and makes them temporary knights. But their shields had these animals on it. The toys were cool because they had like, you know, those the holographic printing where if you turn an object, the face changes with the colors. Right. It was like that. So on the front of their armor was like whatever animal they had. So. You know, um, and I guess it's kind of like, you know, Flash Gordon is a football player that goes off and saves the galaxy or whatever. And in this, it's like these football players go back in time and like save like, I don't know, England, I guess. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just liked it. It didn't have a very big run. The toys were kind of better than the cartoon. Um, that's that. I have some biggies on my list that are left, but only a couple. So um, let's go see. Ahead. Uh- all right, let's see. Um, try to, just to bunch these up. Um, this is kind of like a Nickelodeon gross-out or do- anthropomorphic dog cartoons. Um, so you got the Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life Yeah. Um, from Nickelodeon. I mean, uh, Ren and you Stimpy. You could almost do a whole episode just on Nickelodeon cartoons. Oh, right. Um, but they, they had a whole lot. I mean, I could talk about Doug. I could talk about... Not so much Ah Real Monsters, but I know a lot of people love that one. I love that show. Um, but Ren and Stimpy was it for me. And, and actually, I think over time, I think Rocco's Modern Life was even better than Ren and Stimpy. It was a little... They say Ren that one's Stimpy. coming back. Uh, really? Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, they're great. Oh, you know, we didn't even talk about Beavis and Butthead on this whole thing, or at least... Uh, yeah, but see, that doesn't really count as, like, a Saturday morning cartoon when we're kids. So, but don't worry, because the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to do MTV animation. We're going to do... We're going to talk about just the cartoons that were created for liquid television and MTV. That's oh, that's shit. its own thing. Right. Spoiler alert, uh, future episode. <laughs> Let's see, and then um, I'll dump in. Uh, it wasn't a Nickelodeon cartoon, but there was a cartoon called Two Stupid Dogs." That was pretty. It was basically Dumb and Dumber, but in dog form for kids. Um, if you can think, if you can imagine that. Um, and for some reason, I you know, Pound Puppies. That was just one of those cartoons is that. Oh, I, I forgot about that cartoon. <laughs> fucking Pound Puppies. Yeah. Man. All right. Uh, what was it? Back to me. <laughs> Yes. All right. Uh, wow. How about your namesake, David the Gnome? If I want to keep it oh, in Nickelodeon shit. land. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, we might have talked about David the Gnome before, but he basically just goes around and helps animals. But he lives in a tree, and he's an actual gnome. He's based on a classical gnome structure. Cartoon doesn't have any violence, really. It doesn't have any big scares. It's a very simple cartoon, but for some reason, it catches you right there in that magical little spot. And it's also named after David. So there you go. Well, you know, like I saw a video or some some piece online where, like, it had the most depressing ending to a cartoon ever. He dies, right? Yeah, like yeah. him and his wife just lay down and die. They're like, oh, <laughs> we're only expected to live to, you know, seventy eight years old or whatever random age they they live to, and then they go rest and die. And literally, all his friends sit around and cry about it. Uh, I mean, which is, yeah, they lost their friend, but it's like, wow, you're really just making sure kids know about death right away, aren't you? <laughs> Here's another one. started out as a comic book, but is more popular as a TV show. Original TV show is still the most famous, spawned three movies, and then later on it would spawn six other cartoons and two crappy movies. But originally, people will know forever, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. That one I knew. Um, I mean, it is on my list, but I clearly knew you were going to bring it up. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> one of us had to, or they would just fire us from this podcast, Dave. <clears throat> Even though right. I may have created it, I would still get fired. <laughs> <laughs> you got to mention Leo, Donnie, Mikey, and Roth. You don't, ha- you don't have a choice. And the first live-action movie that it spawns, it's still a great fucking movie. 
But right. essentially, they're all named after Italian artists. They were mutated. They love pizza. They live in a sewer. A rat taught them martial arts. And they fight some idiot ninjas all over New York City. And it's great. Um, good stories I remember, also. Like, they have good stories, you know? Like, I'll be honest. Like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, the first one, was, um, of course, I was too young for Star Wars when it first premiered. Um you know, I was too young for some of those things. So, like, teen, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was, like, the first big movie event that wasn't, like, per se, a Disney cartoon. Yeah, like, my older sister took me and my brother to see Turtles. And, like, I just remember, like, fucking loving that movie. I mean, I haven't watched it in I probably haven't watched it a copy on DVD. The last time I watched it was probably on a VHS, but... Oh, man. No, I went out uh, and bought the set, you know, has, like, the... Original three movies on it or whatever. Oof, that third one, though. Well, Turtles in Time isn't that bad. Uh, I'm going to agree to disagree on that, but that's all right. (laughs) I mean, in comparison to the next three movies that come out after it. Right, well, the cartoon wasn't, I mean, the the CGI animated cartoon, TMNT, uh, wasn't the worst thing in the world, but that isn't given a high praise either. Right. Um... Oh, the last thing on here, as I'm getting older, I'm still watching cartoons into high school, junior high and high school. What I'm starting to watch is, like, after high school, I'm watching one cartoon, really, and then I'm watching, um, like, Jerry Se- like episodes of Seinfeld. But All right. I'm watching Dragon Ball Z, which came out in Japan in 1989, ran to 96, but we're getting it, like, 96, 98, so I'm in high school, and, uh... It's crazy. You got a guy named Goku. He's descended from an alien race called the Saiyans. He has a monkey's tail. They stole a little bit from Chinese mythology, the story Journey into the West about the, the monkey king. Um, protects the earth by a bunch of alien invaders. They have to level up. It's a soap opera. Considered like a soap opera for, for boys. You know, um, and it's one of the most popular animes of all time. Mangas of all time. It's had a resurgence in video games, and now it has, like, another series they spawned off, you know, Dragon, Dragon Ball Super. Um, Goku is essentially, like, Japan's Superman, if you want to do, like, a Western comparison, right? Um, it's, I don't know if it's in David's, I don't know if it's in your your will wheelhouse, so to speak. I don't think, you know, you know what I mean? I don't think in fact, I, I, have, I don't think I've ever sat and actually watched it, but I have such a hatred for it. Oh, jeez. Only... Because I worked at uh, worked at a Suncoast, and people and would come in you asking deal for with chronic fanboys, right? Well, and it was like they expected me to know. Like, do you have that episode where Goku goes Super Saiyan? And I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> That's the stuff I was gonna say at the top of this episode was like, what's going on? And then we went off on on a tangent about Rad. Uh, I was going to talk about how John Travolta, John Travolta was expecting John Gotti to be his Oscar chance. Oh, shit, right. Panning that movie already. It's not even out yet. Um, no, no, it just came out last week, and it? it's got, like, do you know what percentage it has on Rotten Tomatoes? Zero. Or zero fucking percent. I, I don't know if that's changed, but. I don't know, you know. Um, Bob Zemeckis is remaking The Witches. I have mixed feelings about that one, man. Yeah. Like, he's a great director. But I fucking love that movie, dude. And it was and it's a kid's movie that was directed by a trippy 60s director, um, Nicholas Rogue. So, like, it's a kid's movie, but it has this weird, like, just surreal bent to it. Well, it seems you know what it is. It seems like the danger is real. Like it could hurt you. Yeah. Like, I remember that. I mean, I'm not going to say it was like pull the covers over my head scary, but like. That shit was kind of scary as a kid because, like, they did really great makeup effects in it. Yeah. Um, I I heard this rumor that Mindy Kaling – Mindy Kaling huh, – sorry, I'm stuttering, people. Um, you say her name. <laughs> Mindy Kaling? Thank you. Is going to appear on All Was Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, I could buy that. Yeah. I don't, di- I don't dislike her. Yeah, I know. It could be real funny. I want to see what they're going to do with her character. And also, um, you know, they're talking about, like, Dennis is coming back, but it, they ended it on a cliffhanger, right? Like, the last season was he went to the Midwest because he shacked up with a girl, got her pregnant, and then he was like, oh, I'm going to go do this other thing. 
Right. You know? <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if that was in reference, like if he knew ahead of time that he was going to do that TV show. Um, oh yeah, a- yeah, yeah. That was definitely in the works. Yeah. Well, what's well, what's weird is like, what's her name? Uh, Sweet Sweet D um, had like two two full seasons of a show. Yeah. Since the last season of Sunny, and we still haven't had a new season yet. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I think they're going to start going the um, Curb Your Enthusiasm route, where I think at this point they're just going to be like, look, we'll pop in with the season every two or three years, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, and I could like be okay really, with that. Yeah, it seems like Charlie Day and DeVito are the only ones that really want to do the show. You know, so. Same. Well, because everybody seems to be moving on to their own thing. Except I mean, for uh, Rob, who basically created the show, who's married to the other girl. Right. You know. But it's because he's thing. the creator of the show, he's probably living. He's probably got like pretty fat stacks. Honestly, I mean, he may not be the most featured actor, but he's one of the creators. Yeah, and obviously that show has a, a Cinderella story. You know, not everybody gets picked off of a YouTube upload or something to get a, a right. comedy series for twelve seasons or what have you. Um, let's see. Uh, oh. Kevin Spacey's going to pop up in a new movie after all his scandalous behavior and, and everything that came out about him. But it has a name that could, could like, it's like, dude, you're, you're playing with fire here. Uh, he's coming out in a movie called The Billionaire Boys Club. Oh, you, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't it sound like that's about men doing inappropriate things? Just <laughs> expect a lot of memes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Billionaire Boys Club, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, there's an infinity theory going around. I don't know if you want to hear it because it seems kind of accurate. Are you about, talking about about the next Avengers movie? Oh, I I haven't kept. A, I haven't seen that latest movie. I, I thought you did. I thought we talked about, about, about it. Did we not talk about it? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh damn! All right, I'm just gonna skip over the theory. People. I mean, the last music, the last uh, animated or um, superhero movie I saw was well, Incredibles two technically, but uh, oh, see, I think you'd like Infinity War. I'm sure I will, but I'm not caught up in all the damn movies. Like, there's didn't 18. I tell you which ones to watch? You don't have to watch all 19 movies. I think, but I think of the ones you told me, there were still like one or two I hadn't seen. Like, I've seen both Guardians. I've seen. You need to watch all three um, Captain Americas. Watch Iron See, Man I, three. I, watch Thor three, and uh, watch Spider-Man Homecoming, and then you you can go right into Infinity War. Well, I've seen. I guess I'd have to catch up with the last two Captain America movies. Those are the only ones I haven't seen out of what you just said. Okay. And I, and I saw Black Panther and, yeah. That one doesn't directly connect because they didn't know if there was going to be a good movie. I don't know. They, I don't know what they did with that movie. They didn't plan for it, so it's not really directly connected to the other ones, really. And, you know, I think I think you said you don't like it, but I, did, I didn't hate Doctor Strange. I actually thought that was kind of interesting. No, I like Doctor Strange. Oh, or maybe it's just Benedict Cumberbatch you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the batch. Um, batch. Uh, oh, you you heard about Hardwick? I, I, you know that one is so va- like. I, how do you talk about that one without like? It's so vague. Like, there's no denying who she's alluding to, but like I've heard. I'm not trying to make like be let's be clear. I'm not trying to say like I'm trying to um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh blame the victim. Oh no, that's not the term. Anyways, I you haven't heard of a whole lot of other women coming out, so you know, how how do we know if there's any validity to the story? Uh you know, like somebody like Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. Oh, you're I mean, saying what you're saying, jaded girlfriend and it's a personal thing? It's a possibility again. Yeah, but uh, look at the fallout it can cause. Like th- that's why the other thing we're living in a society where people believe everything that they hear, and somebody's life could end on a single tweet. Uh, hello. Yo, what's up? You just drop out. I don't know. I'm here. What's up? What's up? He can't hear me for some reason, but I'm still here, and I was making a good point. Hello. <laughs> Wow. Let's see. I don't know why. Hello. I'm definitely still here. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, it seemed like the dropout happened last time, too. Can't tell you why. Anyway, the point I was making was it seems like anybody's life could be ended over a tweet. Um, interesting society we're living in. But the hardware stuff is all over the place because you see, like... Uh, 
that, you see things um, in the press about, like, uh, they canceled his TV shows and X, Y, and Z. So it seems you, you question, is there validity to it? Is there not? Who knows? Who knows what next scandal is going to crop up on binge watchers? Actually, no, I don't know why we're talking in scandals these days. It's clickbait's how you get the, the plays and the downloads, I guess, right? Kind of sad, ridiculous. We're actually going to talk more about John Travolta because I want to do three films from John Travolta. And we got the MTV animated discussion coming up. Um, yeah, I mean, if this is more just history about the industry, cool. You know, we're going to talk and discuss movies left, right, center, everywhere. And we're going to figure out. And hopefully you're enjoying this run of uh, John and Dave episodes on the Binge Watchers podcast. Again, we're Binge Watchers podcast at Gmail. Um, we're on Twitter, binge underscore watchers. We're on Facebook, just at binge watchers podcast. Uh, I'm on Instagram, real John T. May. Also same with my personal Twitter. And you can check us out online, see what we're up to in between episodes. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and hopefully you'll be here for the next go around. And hopefully you're binging with us. You're the other binge watcher, man. It's hashtag binge with us, you know, hashtag binge watchers podcast. All right. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Or will you listen next time? That's an even better question.